Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in this Simply Happy Conversation, I'm talking with Veronica, a health coach from the Healthy Homo Sapien. She's a passionate well-being advocate who's in the process of writing a book to help you understand wellness without misguided information so that you can be truly happy. She also shares ways to exercise from home or if you're just starting out and how language can help you to stay motivated with exercise. This interview is a video recording that you can also find on YouTube. Let's jump into this Simply Happy guest conversation. So today on Simply Happy Conversations, I have Veronica Wood. She is from the Healthy Hope Homo Sapien, and she is a health coach and a real passionate advocate of wellness and well-being, and she's also in the process of writing a book. So welcome, Veronica. Thank you so much, Narelle. It's uh, so great to be talking to you this morning. I know, it's so lovely, and we're in the same town, but yet we're on Zoom talking to each other. I know, isn't it crazy? (laughs) It is crazy. And so tell us, maybe share with the audience something about things that you like to do in your free time. Free time. I mean, this is uh, this is uh, something that uh, we get little of. Uh, so it's, it's about making making use of that. And in my free time, I, I like to write. So it's something that is quite a challenge with uh, my current position at the moment. So I work full time. It's a pretty full on job. Uh, yeah, I do like to write. I'm writing a book. Uh, at the moment, as you mentioned, so that's exciting. It's a very long process, and you need to be committed to a long-term goal, for, especially when you want to write a book. So, yeah, writing, uh, no news to anybody. I like to exercise, keep fit, um, look after my health, uh, look after my my husband, and um, just try and enjoy life. So as much as we can under these uh, lockdowns and and situation that everybody's in, but yeah, primarily share my knowledge and share my passion for health and wellbeing, and try to mo- motivate others. So that's pretty much what I do in my spare time. <laughs> so when do you when do you write? Like, is it a morning thing that you like to do, or is it night you get into the flow, or is it a weekend? Yeah, so I did start on the weekends and then I realised that I was always leaving it to a Sunday afternoon because there was always so much to do. And I thought, okay, well, Sunday afternoon, you know, by three o'clock, I'll sit down and I'll and I'll have my, my writing time. But it didn't, it wasn't working out for me. So um, because things just got in the way. So now I have a, a routine um, and I get up at 5.30 in the morning and I spend an hour every morning writing. So that is my time. It's nice and quiet. Uh, and it's a great routine that I found myself in um, and I'm now regularly writing. So uh, it works. I'm a morning person. So I'm not sure that there's a lot of morning people out there, but, you know, it, it took me a while to find my rhythm and, and find my groove and that's uh, that's the time that, that suits me. And have you found that has actually influenced the rest of your day as well by having that set time now and doing the writing? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm on fire when I start work. Like my teammates are like, whoa, this is so much energy. <laughs> because I, I, my mind is awake, you know, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm ready to, to take on whatever the day is going to give me. And I've had breakfast, I've had my coffee and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. So it definitely does. Uh, on the days that I, if I have a day that I feel like I, you know, I want to have a bit of a sleep in, if I am feeling a bit fatigued, uh, I will sleep in. And then I feel like I haven't had that time to do what I want to do in the day. So uh, then it feels like it's just all work. So I find that that's really important um, just to have that bit of time where you're focusing on something that you're passionate about and that you want to do. It's it's so important. And then you can give yourself you know, to to the other work. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it sounds like you fill your cup in the morning and then the rest of the day it's um, full enough to get through with everything else you need to do. Yeah, 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 Yeah. exactly. Now, do you want to share with us your um, business or maybe your journey, your story first, because there's a bit more to it um, first and it's like especially where we are right now in lockdown and, you know, in COVID times. Yeah, it would be great for you to share. Yeah, sure. Um, I've always been interested in health and wellbeing um, and I thought, uh, well, I started my fitness career back in 2005. I I was a personal trainer and a strength and conditioning coach and, um, yeah, I've, I've had many built, uh, businesses over the years, so I've moved around a lot and moving around a lot um, and starting businesses can be very difficult, but I've, I've, I really got used to that. Uh, and, yeah, so I've yeah, had many personal training businesses. Um, my husband and I moved to uh, Geelong in 2015. So uh, started another uh, fitness business in 2015. Um, and at that time, I also started studying nutrition. And it wasn't until I started studying nutrition that I realised uh, what was the most important thing um, to health. And uh, they're, they're all connected, fitness, Um, you know, our mental health and our nutrition, it's all very well connected. But uh, the focus for me when I first started in, you know, in that uh, that fitness industry was I I thought that exercise um, was the be all and end all of being healthy. And if we exercised and, and we were active, then we were healthy. But yeah, as I said, it wasn't until I studied nutrition that I realised that no, <laughs> um, uh, being active and being healthy, yeah, that that helps our 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 bodies, you know, our, our physical tissues and our muscles and, and and that. But it's nutrition that's actually feeding us. So um, yeah, so look, I had a business uh, in Geelong, uh, and uh, we uh, it was a good business. It was growing, and then um, look, I stopped that business. I, I closed that business just prior to COVID hitting and I thank my lucky stars every day uh, that I had made a move. I actually am an HR manager now so um, that that's my fallback um, game I guess is that, that I've got that uh, to fall back on. So yeah very very lucky but you know the passion doesn't leave you. Um, my health and well-being passion will, will go everywhere that I am regardless of what I'm doing so and I, and I want to share that with, with people. So that's why I continue with my, my Instagram page and my posts um, and writing this book and, and I will start a blog, uh, looking for the right blog site um, to, to start my blog. And uh, my husband says, how much do you need to write? Um, how much writing do you need to do? <laughs> and it's like anything, you know, to, to, 
to do something really well, you need to practice and you need to um, you need to do it a lot uh, to to be an expert. So not that I'm going to be an expert writer or anything like that, but um, it's about getting your message across, and and that's what's important to me. And I've got a lot of information that I want to share. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, I completely relate being a PE teacher then you know doing the organization but then the other missing key to me was the yoga and that whole spiritual side of it and nutrition I was yeah when my children were young very much into nutrition and um, how that was impacting their behaviors so yes I do relate a lot to your to your story as well so tell us about the book then and what you know what you're looking at doing with the book yeah, so the book has come about, um, I guess, with my frustrations um, with the information out there, um, the misinformation about being healthy, about nutrition, about what we need to do to be healthy. Um, you can just look at, you know, what's scrolling on Instagram and what's on the, ad, you know, the advertisements on TV and, uh, you know, that people are looking for ways to be healthy and just the information out there is not making us healthy. It's actually making us quite sick. So uh, it, the, the book is going to talk about all of those things, all of the information that's out there and how it's it's not helping us and then what we need to do to be healthy. And it's really looking within. It's looking at who we are as a being. We're a, we're a homo sapien and that's why, I'm, I've, you know, that's why my page is The Healthy Homo Sapien. We're human beings. What, what essentially do we need, you know, to be well? So it's actually going to be a real guide into understanding, you know, what information is out there, um, what's wrong with that information, um, and then, you know, why why we're not achieving the goals that we want to achieve because we all know what we need to do. Um, we all know we need to eat more fruit and veg. We all know that, you know, we need to exercise more, but we don't do it or, or yeah. you know, in some cases we don't do it. So why is that? So there's a lot of psychology behind it. Um, and it's just tapping into, you know, providing sort of tips that will help our, our long-term goals. So this isn't about losing 20 kilos next, you know, next week. It's about putting things in place that help us long-term because that time is going to pass anyway. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's looking at, at, yeah, pretty much that in a nutshell, busting, busting all the misinformation out there and uh, making it easier to be healthy. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I love how it's like rounding all of your skills together and all the things that you've gathered over the years yeah. to now put into a book and um, and help others out there. So maybe yeah. talk about your um, tips around types of exercise. Your Instagram page is amazing and there's some Thank great exercises on there and just it's really motivating. And there's a few things that I was like, oh, we need to get one of those, the TX Roar. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's a great thing to have at home. Um, especially for my kids to even use. Um, so yes. yeah, maybe give us some tips around um, types of exercise that we could do at home. Um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, um, exercise at home. So what we need to do is we need to make it easy for ourselves and <laughs> pretty much, you know, because people are time poor. We know that and we do have to make time for exercise. Um, so it is around creating a space and creating an environment um, that makes it easy for you. And so for me, what's easy for me is, uh, and 
can be for others is having um, something you enjoy to do firstly. So you need to find something that you enjoy to do. So we need to find, be curious again about, you know, moving our bodies and what we enjoy and, and sort of get us out of our, you know, daily routines and thinking that we don't know what to do or we don't know how to do it or or things like that. We need to change our mindset around, around that. Um, but my with working from home it can be difficult if you don't know what you're doing to get enough activity in so my advice is to just get moving um and so you know around the house if you don't have a space set up with a gym which most people don't I mean I'm very fortunate I have all of my gear from from my my studio um but if you don't have that um there are plenty of things you can do around the house uh look Housework is one of them, which which we, you know, <laughs> we all have housework to do. But seriously, if we change our mindset around housework, we are moving our bodies um, and uh, you, you can get a good half an hour session just out of housework. Uh, but, you know, it's not just that. It's being mindful around uh, moving around the house. If you find a spot, you know, everyone knows how to squat. Everyone knows how to do a push-up. Well, I'm assuming here that your audience would know how to squat and and do a push up, um, but it's it's creating a, a small time in your day, a short time in your day to to do these sort of activities. So, uh, like you said, um, the TRX, those that know what a TRX is, it's a suspension trainer um, that you hang off your door, uh, and you can just you know, you can get onto that suspension trainer and do some squats and push-ups. You can spend 10 minutes on there. Um, look, I guess the point that I'm trying to make here in a very long way is that it, you you don't have to do a lot all at once. You don't have to set aside an hour to do exercise. You know, we need to move more constantly throughout the day. So um, whether that is a structured exercise or whether it is just, you know, going out for a 10-minute walk, um, we need to break it down into smaller into smaller lots. Yeah, that's um, a great tip. Yeah. With, the, with that, that tip of, you know, um, smaller goals, I'll just expand on that a little mm. bit more. Uh, so we all know that we need to exercise a fair bit. And the Australian guidelines, um, they recommend quite a lot of exercise in a week. So they, rec- they recommend two and a half hours of moderate exercise, and that means sort of walking at a reasonable pace that your heart rate is, you know, a little bit elevated. Um, within that, an hour of intense exercise. So that's when we're huffing and puffing. And then two strength sessions a week. So a lot of people might look at that and think, how am I going to do that? Like, that is impossible. Um, You know, that's just not achievable. And you're absolutely right. If you're not moving much at all, that is not achievable at all. So we need to break it down into smaller goals. And those smaller goals um, really help us um, get into the momentum of exercise and moving. So when we've got a small goal, uh, like going for a 10-minute walk, um, or like going into your lounge room and doing five squats, five push-ups and a, and a 30-second plank. Um, when we set that aside uh, and we do that and we achieve it, it actually feeds into our positive, you know, self-motivation and our, and our, our positive self-worth. So um, if we break, we need to break down those goals we need to have really small achievable goals and the more that we do that and achieve that, the more we're likely to do. And then that gives us motivation to increase that exercise. So it's only going to happen over time. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. And and I see that. And it's also about if um like setting if there's going to be say thoroughbands or whatever equipment that people want to use. I that's one of the things I find I do in people's homes now is setting up where we're going to put this equipment to make it easy. Like, okay, you've got yes. 10 minutes. If we have it here next to the TV, when are you going to do it? You're going to do it in the morning or at night when you're sitting there um, and do those activities. So I find I'm using those skills from years ago but putting it now into organisation within the home for people. So, yeah, that's a great tip to break it down and be really small. So what about motivation, keeping people motivated? Motivation, it's, that's a big one. So, um, again, as soon as we uh, achieve something, that's going to create some motivation for us, so those small goals. Um, motivation also comes from the people who we surround ourselves with, so the influences that we have in our life. Uh, so we need to look at our environment that we're working in and, and what is helping us um, stay motivated. So are we surrounding ourselves with people who are talking about exercise or talking about, you know, moving? Are we, um, you know, do we have that environment where we can actually do that? So, yeah, our influences are really, really important. And finding something that you enjoy to do will motivate you. So, again, that comes back to um, being curious about what you enjoy. And there's so much out there around, um, you know, on your on your social media, you know, um, once you find what you like to do, then you follow these, you know, follow those those people or, or start talking about it and, and being influenced by it. Um, motivation, there's also um, our thoughts. So, so our thinking and the words that we use um, are really, really important. So we need to sort of tune into, you know, our own conversation that we're having with ourselves. So when we listen to, you know, what, what, we're, what we're saying and there's a lot of thoughts around, you know, I don't like exercise, um, I can't do it, I can't lose weight no matter what I do, I'm just not interested, um, those sort of things. And our thoughts are our reality. So it really does create our reality. Um, there is, I don't know if you've heard of the law of attraction and it's absolutely right. So um, if 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 anyone who's listening is interested in the law of attraction, please look that up. But it, it is around what we're putting out to the universe. Um, and if we are interested and we want to exercise more, then we need to change the language that we're using. So if you find yourself saying, I don't want to or I can't um, do this or I don't know, um, we need to ask ourselves, how do I? You know, um, how, you know, what, what am I interested in? Um, how will I make time um, for exercise? And it really does help the mind um, change its its mindset by, mm. by asking those questions. So that's certainly going to help um, with motivation as soon as we know what, we, what we're telling ourselves because we need to change the language that we're using. Oh, definitely. Isn't it? Our subconscious mind is so powerful and knows has all those stories. And it's one of the things that I love about yoga is like setting that intention, even if we don't believe it, by setting it, we're telling our brain, yes, this is true. I am an organized person. I am present. I am calm, whatever it is for that week that we'll focus on in the session. And so it's like bringing that back from sort of the yoga world and putting it into our everyday lives as well in, um, yeah, the the language that we use. So that's, yeah, that's a great tip and a great reminder to people of positive language and the impact it has on our our, um, subconscious mind. 
Yes. I, I think a lot of the time we're always looking for an external influence. We're always mm. looking for um, somebody to help us, you know. Uh, you know, I, I, yeah, we're always looking for external, whether it's, you know, a, a drug to use um, to help with our health or, um, yeah, whatever it is. But really it's, it's we need to start looking within a little bit more and if we, if we do have that negative self-language, it's going to be really difficult to, to meet those goals that we're actually that we're wanting to meet so um yeah that's definitely a starting point i would say to people if they you know if they're having trouble uh meeting those those uh health and well-being goals is is actually ask yourself or listen to yourself and and work out what that what you're actually telling yourself because that's what you're putting out to the universe so um yeah yeah definitely it is so what about your day then how do you start your day on the right foot yeah, so um, oh, I start my day, um, well, my my day starts and, and we were talking about... After the uh, writing. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, the night before we were sort of... Yeah, yeah and, and it's when I'm laying in bed, so I won't go into a nightly routine because that's, that's not the greatest routine, but um, <laughs> so we'll skip that. But when I'm in bed, um, before I'm going to, to go to sleep, I actually think about you know, um, my day tomorrow and and get myself into a positive fr- frame of mind and that, you know, I'm going to wake up fresh, I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to be clear thinking, I'm going to be able to achieve whatever I want to achieve. It's all that positive, you know, affirmations yeah. um, before I go to sleep. So, uh, and then when I wake up, I get up early. So um, getting up early for me sets my day up really well. Uh, I always plan uh, to move a lot. So I actually have an Apple Watch and I never thought that I'd want to have an Apple Watch. I never thought that I would need, you know, that guidance at all um, to move enough. But when you sit down all day um, in, a, in, a, in a corporate job, uh, having that reminder on your watch to stand every hour is absolutely great. So because you can just get, you know, sidetracked. So um, to, to make sure, so, yeah, so my daily routines, get up early. I have breakfast. I'm a breakfast person. I actually eat all day. It's very important for my body and my meta- metabolism to do that. That's not for everybody. Um, everybody is very different. And I think we need to remember yeah. that we are all different and we all require different levels of everything. Um, so for me, yeah, making sure I'm eating right um, all day, every now and again a snack, you know, a naughty snack pops in, but that's, that's you know, we've got to have that as well. Um, and then exercise. So uh, it's not, you know, structured exercise every day. I just make sure I'm getting enough movement and that is around the 10,000 step mark, which if you're not used to doing that, uh, it can take some time to get into that routine. So, uh, and then um, I follow, yeah, I follow a couple of people on Instagram just to give me some motivation to do uh, different types of exercise. So variety is absolutely the key for me. Uh, So I don't like doing the same things. Uh, I like to do different things. And that's important too, to keep us interested uh, in moving our bodies, because if we're doing the same routine every day, you know, it can get quite boring. Uh, So, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. And aren't we lucky in at the moment? One of the benefits of COVID uh, is that we've got this amazing variety of online programs, exercise that we can do now. We can, yes. we can nearly every person who's out there who has some sort of, you know, exercise of some kind, whether it's yoga, yeah. sport, um, 
there's something online for you to do anywhere in the world, which is great yeah. as well, isn't it? And that's it. You know, there's something for everybody. And yeah. although you, there is so much out there, it's it's finding what appeals to you and what's good for you. And that's, you know, that's the most the most exciting thing about it is um, with our social media is that you will find something that you will be interested in, but you have to look for it and you have to be curious and you have to try things out. You know, just go for it. Just try something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it, it is, yeah. isn't it? Find someone that you really like and you resonates with you and then, yeah, yes. go for it. That's, yes. yeah, that's great. So if people want to connect with you, how can they connect with you? They can connect with me through Instagram at this point in time. So um, the Healthy Homo Sapien is my Instagram tag. Uh, and on that feed, you know, I talk about you know, all sorts of things. So I, I do exercise videos. I give tips around, you know, sort of being mentally well, um, nutrition, some recipes. I want to do more recipes on there. I think I think they're, they're important and, and uh, you know, finding good things to eat is a challenge. Well, we need, we need things that are easy to to make anyway so yeah um just con- yeah they can contact me through instagram and until i've got a blog up then um then that's probably the way to connect and, and i'm sure they'll see then when the book comes out as well it'll be and the book yeah. yes 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 so, so yeah hopefully sometime in in 2022 that book yep. will, will be released yeah oh, that's wonderful i can't wait can't wait to see it and um read it when it does come out Thank you so much for your time today, Veronica, and sharing your wisdom with us as well and tips that people can go away and implement today in their life as well. So thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Narelle. I could talk about this topic all day long. (laughs) Yeah, thank you again. I hope there's been, uh, I hope your audience can take at least just one tip, you know, um, the conversation today. Oh, I'm sure they will. Thanks again. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review. This helps others find it who are also looking for tips and organizational strategies to simplify their life and prioritize their health. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss future episodes. You can also connect with me over at simplyhappy.com.au.